My dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day, my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash mpn to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash mpn. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. It's time for today's travel and cruise industry news. With the latest from travel and cruises around the world, here's your host, Chili Falls. Good morning. Welcome to travel and cruise industry news on this, the third day of March 2022. Today is National Canadian Bacon Day. Those of you that know me know how much I like my eggs Benedict, which the way I like it the best is with Canadian bacon. So this is a kind of a special day for me. So I might have to go someplace and find some eggs Benedict after the show today. All right, we've got some cruise ships sailing from North America ports today. Port Canaveral, the Meraviglia gets underway. Mariner of the Seas gets underway down on West Palm Beach. Grand Classica, or that's very soon to become the Margaritaville Paradise. Down in Port Everglades, you got Regal Princess and the Celebrity Millennium get underway and Miami Seven Seas Explorer and the Norwegian Pearl. And out in New Orleans, you've got the Carnival Valor. Today's headlines, which I will get to the stories eventually. We've got a busy day today. Royal Caribbean finally cancels the 2022 calls to Russia. Norwegian to increase their gratuities. Hawaii in safe travels program. Mordashoff steps down at Tui. Princess in the NBA. What? Western Australia ends isolation. Marriott opens its 8,000th hotel. Finnair to resume flights to Tokyo. Wizz Air donates 100,000 seats to refugees. Jet to um, scraps, masks, and a whole lot more here live this morning at 11. If you're listening to this uh, broadcast via the podcast, you can always access the podcast via my blog, accessadventure.net. The podcast is usually up within four or five minutes of past the end of the program. It's also available wherever you get your podcast from. Uh, internationally, like Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Stitcher, 
Pandora, Podchaser, iHeartRadio, Spotify, tune in. Just search for travel and cruise industry news, and the old fat travel guy is going to come up. If you are listening to the podcast, uh, there's always down the description of the podcast a link. If you need to go check out uh, the, the video feed for anything special like uh, pictures or the like, uh, which we might have some today. I have a very special guest today, Captain Mick. It's actually his real name is Michael Neely of the Active Disabled Americans. Uh, Captain Mick was a uh, polio survivor since the age of two. He's dedicated his life to providing folks with accessible water adventures. And he's just a really neat, neat person. I have a very special guest today. It's Captain Mick from Active Disabled of Americans. Uh, Captain Mick, welcome to Travel and Cruise Industry News. Oh, thank you. Good to be here. <laughs> I guess probably the first thing for, for my audience that knows nothing about you and what you do, how about just giving us a little background, maybe going all the way back to what puts you in this position you're in today? Well, yeah, I uh polio survivor. I had polio when I was two years old and just grew up, um, you know, bracing crutches. And they stuck me in a special ed class at school and all that. And I had a lot of friends that were <clears throat> either in wheelchairs, crutches and, you know, the handicap group, I guess. Anyway, um, mine just... Uh, never stopped me from doing things I wanted to do. But when I started getting my captain's license, a lot of my friends that were in chairs and stuff were like, oh, I wish I could go. So I built a boat that looks like it could uh, handle the wheelchairs. And uh, I figured someday I'm probably going to wind up in a chair. So I wanted to keep it um, where I could still go, even if I wound up in a chair. I noticed that you use a cane now all the time or? Well, I was using a cane because the, um, over the years, the crutches and brace, my leg brace and crutches, my shoulders are shot. I've had total shoulder replacement on one, two surgeries on the other. My hip and knee are pretty much messed up. So the brace and crutches were too painful. I've been going without them for quite a while, but now um it's even the cane my my wrist is uh shot from the cane <laughs> so i'm back on a different style of crutches that support me under the arms because the um the wrists i can't hold my weight on my wrists so i've got some that fit under the arms and we'll see how long that lasts uh, hopefully it will be quite a while before i can find a wheelchair yeah all right, I'm somewhat lucky in that at this point, now I'm 73, but I'm just mobility challenged. I can walk a little bit. I can go up four or five steps. So when I'm on like a cruise, 
if I want to get in a hot tub, I can get my big fat butt up four or five steps to a hot tub. Cruise ships are terribly inadequate with disability access to their pools and hot tubs. Right. They do have the lift chairs like you use on the boat. I need you to talk me off a ledge, Mick. I am, I wouldn't have a problem on your boat because that's a little more private, but I find it terribly disconcerting, maybe not really embarrassing on a cruise ship. You got hundreds of people around and they're going to roll out a lift and pick up a big fat guy like me and stick you up in the air and put you down into the water and everybody's going to look and put on a big scene there. That's the big fat disabled guy. <laughs> Do you find people in the disability challenged or disability area feel that way? Oh, yeah. And that's one of the main things uh, that they talk on my boat because it is a private charter. Um, they're a lot more comfortable and when they see because i had polio i have you know my left leg is a lot smaller than the right so Mm -hmm. me being disabled and being familiar with you know what they're self-conscious about it seems to help quite a bit and if they're still um uncomfortable i i tell a few handicap jokes and get them to laugh and then they're you know more at ease and then you don't feel embarrassed about um you know exposing your body because we're out you know i'm away from other people i go find a private spot somewhere i had one guy on there he was very he was overweight but he could not he couldn't keep his pants on (laughs) fighting to keep his bathing suit up and you know i on the lift, it's easy to get in and out of the water with the lift on my boat. So I put him in the water and the whole time he's trying to, he's, he's just busting with his pants, but he had his wife and I forget his brother. That was a couple people there. And I said, look, uh, you guys have seen his naked butt before. So just take his pants off. Don't worry about it. Oh, is that okay? I'm like, sure. Go skinny. Dip. Yeah, absolutely. Now, you know, you're not skinny dipping, you're chunky dunking. Yeah, right. Of course, you realize, Mick, I'm going to say, I know you can't tell, but I'm a big fat guy. <laughs> you On your boat, you'd have to have a crane to get my butt in, in and out. That's um, my design, my lift from a dock-mounted Wave Runner lift. It'll pick up 2,000 pounds. Oh, well, I'm not quite that fat, but I'm pretty close. Well, I, <laughs> I wanted to make sure it was a strong sturdy lift because uh all the stuff i see for the pools and the commercial things they're either on a davit they're you're kind of swinging out there and if something you're rocking around so the wave runner lift is much more solid it's a much better uh more sturdy lift and i've actually i designed that i modified it from a wave runner lift um, gosh, that was over 30 years ago. And I've taken that lift from boat to boat. As the boat wears out, I move the lift to the next boat. Lift, solid, good lift. During the pandemic, were you, were, 
were you pretty much just shut down? Um, for a little while, but most of the people, the Keys were fairly open, so they couldn't do anything in Miami. Everybody was coming to the Keys. I never stopped. It did get pretty slow. There was a couple of months where they actually, Monroe County shut the highway down, wouldn't let any tourists in unless you're a resident. So that, that slowed me down. But um, I only book trips. I have been just booking people that I want to take. When somebody calls me, if they sound, you know, like they're just a hardcore fishermen, they want to fish and catch fish and fill the box. And I'm like, well, you might want to go with somebody else. Uh, I do a little light fishing, the snorkels, I have kayaks, you know, go to the tiki bar, you know, see, we do, I do catch fish, yeah. but. You know, that's not not like some of the guys who they'll run everywhere and they know where all the fish are all the time. And and that's the lift to get people in and out of the water. Right. So. That's one of my older boats. See, no top on. (laughs) Yeah. 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 The new boat I had custom built and. It has got three hulls under it. They're fiberglass. They're the middle one is four feet wide, so um, it doesn't rock unless a big boat comes by and the waves hit you from the side directly sideways. If I'm anchored, other than that, when I'm cruising, I just turn the boat into the wave, and you don't. It doesn't rock at all. Um, is that is that the new one? Yeah, that's the new boat. Okay. All right. Yeah, I, I got have to, I have to put this up for one of my regulars. That that looks like the uh, the person that was in the lift earlier has gotten down into a kayak yeah. now. Yeah, his wife is pal. He's, you see the rope to He's she's yeah. she's doing the working. <laughs> he's practicing a little bit, but she's towing him. Yeah, he was uh, a gentleman from China, and they don't give western medicine so he had gotten polio both legs and he was very young this hadn't been that long ago so they're still not giving them western medicine that's the bird rookery the uh, snowy egrets were that is a great white i think but the snowies were nesting and that's um one of the places i because the birds are always making noise and sure up in there so that's where i have a group of, of blind guys and that's where i take them that was a i thought was one of the more poignant stories tell the story about the blind guys well there were three blind brothers and they wanted to fish and that little spot there um it's a rookery where the birds nest in there <clears throat> they come in every night to roost so in the evening at sunset excuse me <clears throat> that's a uh, a really neat spot to take pictures and stuff but the the guys that were the you know we were fishing but they kept oh do you hear that do you hear that um i'm like what do you oh yeah that's it you could hear the birds were um making a noise because it, it got really quiet and there was this funny little sound and the birds were um, I guess the way they 
instead of panting or cooling off their their whole throat vibrates and their whole you know the mouth and i'm like i yeah i've seen them but i couldn't hear it before and then when it, you listen through the ears of a blind guy you hear a lot more stuff yeah yeah i i guess you've seen I mean, there's so many disabilities anymore i don't know if you're aware of it but folks with disabilities now represent like one in five people in this country oh yeah of some type of i mean you know but would you get into everything from you know <clears throat> the senses and to mental and to physical and then disease disabilities i mean it's just unbelievable how we're actually the largest growing segment in the cruise world right now yeah. so cruise ships are at least starting to begin to make things a little more accessible well if you're not if you're not disabled we call the rest of the guys cabbies <laughs> if you're not disabled just wait you will be <laughs> unfortunately one of the more poignant stories that i thought <clears throat> um in one of the videos i watched was over the the 80 year old woman that wanted to go kayaking <laughs> please relate that story well uh she had been oh, let's see uh she was from georgia and her name was amabel and she had saved her pennies to come down she had seen the ad somewhere and she just, you know, did everything she could to come down and she had her heart set on kayaking, but she had bone cancer and they had removed the bones in her hips. And I'm like, she had no trunk control. So she was, you know, very, very unstable. But these two little kayaks I have are sit on top kayaks and they're kind of sit down into them. So once she's in it, every time I took her from the seat, and tried to slide her into the kayak and she just roll right out and it took i don't know three or four times and i finally went to a real shallow area where we could stand up beside the kayak and hold it still so we could get her to stay in the kayak she finally stayed in the kayak and she was able to paddle around like you know she was I don't know how she was up in her eighties anyway. And this 80 year old woman out there just going, we, you know, it's like, wow. Yeah. I don't know if how you often do you get to go out with uh, folks with disabilities? I'd say 80, 90% of my charters are people with disabilities because I don't advertise. The only way you find me is if you punch in wheelchair or accessible or wheelchair accessible and then whatever activity, snorkeling, fishing, boat charter, whatever. And if you I'm usually on the first page, sometimes the second page. But if you type in a location um, like, you know, Keys or South Florida or anything like that, then I'm usually number one <clears throat> if you type in an area. But if you just type in fishing or snorkeling, a lot they pay for those things. So they're, you know, 
pay-per-click or whatever it is. So they they always come up way ahead of me. So yeah. all, pretty much only the handicapped guys find me, you know. And what kind of schedule you do you do on a charter? I mean, I know you're out there to sunset. So, well, it's uh, when I book somebody, I don't book anyone else that day. I don't do multiple trips in a day. Uh, everybody keeps trying to get me to, but even if you just book me for a half day or a short trip, um, it's your boat for the day. We go when you want to go. I, a lot of my guys have issues with, um, getting ready, you know, the, the bathroom things and there's stuff happens. And if they have to be somewhere at a certain time, it puts pressure on them. They're trying to get ready. Something goes wrong. They're just stressed out trying to get to a spot. So, you know, I pretty much say, look, just call me when you're 30 minutes out. You know, as long as you get here before noon, you know, we have a good, pretty good day out there. Okay. Most of the guys, they, they do okay. They get there, you know. They, the one a few days ago, they wanted to be there at 9 o'clock, and they wound up getting there at 11, So, which was fine. I mean, you know, I said, if you're going to be late like that, you just got to buy me lunch. <laughs> um, what percentage of your, of your folks are service related as opposed to other related? You mean the veterans? Um, well, lately, because, uh, I've been getting some, I guess, referrals, uh, word of mouth through some of the, like the paralyzed vets and a lot of the veterans organizations, there's a, the, uh, Elks Club in Tavernier has a program called Vets on the Water. It's vetsonthewater.us, and they will pay for like half of the trip for veterans. Nice. Working now with the Christopher Reeve Foundation and Woody Foundation to help pay for the uh, disabled community that if you got some guys that can't afford it. And a lot of the guys I find they either they've had a settlement or they're they've got plenty of money or they got nothing they're either rich or not rich but you know they're okay yeah. broke yeah. you know so i try to get the ones that you know if you can afford it pay me and then that gives me enough to cover the guys that can't afford it and but the vets yeah they're starting to get that that group is growing because they're again they're finding out that what's here <laughs> One just totally off the wall question only because since this is primarily a traveling cruise community, I follow the weather a lot during season. Yeah. What the heck do you do down there with a hurricane coming at you? <laughs> um, well, it depends on how close it's going to get. Um, I have uh, a house, so I tie the boat off in the middle of the canal. If it and then if it looks like it's going to be right on top of us, then we load up everything in the car and head up the 
turnpike until it goes by and then we come back in before they shut the road down but the bigger boats uh if you get up in the mangroves there's some mangrove channels that are pretty tall the mangroves are up to 30 feet and some of the narrower channels um it it totally blocks the wind off i mean you're very well protected up in there okay well i i hadn't even thought about actually getting into the mangroves I spent some time on Marco Island a yeah. you know, hundred years ago when it was first being built. I actually worked down there one summer. So I'm pretty familiar with mangroves. Yeah. The mangroves over there aren't quite as tall there. There's some good areas and the water's real shallow. So it's hard to get a bigger boat up in there. Here, a couple of channels that are nearby that the water's about eight, 10 foot deep so it's deep enough to get a big boat the sailboats in there and the mangroves are almost as high as some of the masts so they're they're up in there i i took my pontoon boat out um it was a uh, tropical storm it had sustained winds of 50 with gusts up to 70 and it just happened to be in the right direction that I could stay behind the mangroves and get over in the creek. So I took the boat out in 50 mile an hour winds and up against the mangroves. Um, it, it, it was actually a clear day. The sun was out and there was a little cove just before the opening to the bay. And I could see three, four foot waves in the bay. But where I was up against the mangroves, I couldn't even feel the wind. The mangroves are very flexible. When the wind hits them from the outside, they kind of bend over. So the wind goes up and over you. And I was just sitting there up against the mangroves watching this wind blow. And I, with the sun out, I had to move the boat out a little bit to get a breeze because I was starting to sweat. It was like, this is crazy. I didn't realize the mangroves were actually that protective up in there. Amazing. Well, Captain Mick, I just, I just, one, thank you for all you do. What a heartwarming story, at least to me, and I'm sure to my audience. And thank you for your time today, Mick. I do really appreciate it. Yeah, I have one more little story. I think there's a thing on my Facebook page down. You got to scroll down a ways to see it. But a lot of people, it was a, a... lady and her daughter the daughter was a quad but incomplete so she could move some and they wanted to go snorkeling and the uh when we got here it was just the two of them we started i'm getting ready to head out to the reef and i said well you know are you decent snorkelers how are you good swimmers oh we've never been in the water before and i'm like uh well (laughs) If you haven't snorkeled, sometimes there's a current, some, you know, that's very scary for, so instead of going out to the reef, I took them to an island where the water was just, you know, about a foot and a half deep there. And she got on the lift. She was still scared to get on the lift. And she set, I swung it out, it lowered down in the water to where it was on the bottom. The, the seat was touching and she could sit on the, on the lift seat with her feet touching the bottom in the sand. Yeah. And 
he still, I'm saying, well, I'm glad I didn't take him out to the reef. <laughs> but wow. for a while, she finally got in the water, put on a mask and snorkel, and she was able to pull herself around on that shallow water and find these little shells and stuff. And that was the best snorkeling. But the point is, I, I adjust my trips to the person in the day. If, you know, if I realize they're not good swimmers, I'm, I'm not taking them out to the reef. If they're decent, you know, then I can adjust it. I can use it. You know, I put a, a ski vest on and ankle weights on the feet because on a para, you know, the, the upper body is muscular, but there's no muscle tone. So fat floats. So they, they float butt up and you struggle to keep your head up. But if you put the ski vest and weights on the feet, then you float right with your head up. So I, I adjust, you know, I modify everything to the person and the day, the weather, you know, everything's very flexible, very fluid, you know? So well, one of the things I had I had to overcome in dealing, I went for a year with a catheter. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> thankfully, I'm now, this is three months I'm out of the catheter, finally. Uh, but I had to, I had to get past the, the mental part of uh, uh, having a home health nurse come in the house here to change the thing once a month. Oh, yeah. yeah. I can see how dealing with you is almost like that kind of you, you end up putting that kind of faith in another person, which to me is just phenomenal. Yeah, these the lady I had uh, yes day before yesterday. Um, um, she had a scuba accident, something with the bends, and it's it's eight the myelin sheath or anyway it was her her condition is almost like a quad but she's like freezing from the waist down and hot from the waist i mean her there's so many different disabilities but we kept her covered up the i have the roof is 20 feet so i was able to put her from the sun to the shade when she needed it Mm -hmm. um the the idea of her just getting on a boat was so thrilling for her um i thought there was something wrong because she was crying i thought she's in pain do you need to go back no this is just so great and she was taking pictures of the birds that took her to the rookery and you know it was blowing i mean that day it was wind it was very windy so i kept it slow i kept behind the mangroves keep her in calm water because she couldn't take the the rocking and the the banging hurt her that would be painful so i was able to keep her comfortable you know and she seemed to have a pretty good day that's just awesome all right mick i gotta get to the news for the day okay yeah my thanks for your time and thanks for all you do we'll stay in touch come see me sometime i'll do it thanks mick all right and of course that was Captain Mick. Oh, wow, what a great interview. All right, I'll be back with the news after a word from one of our network sponsors. My dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. 
Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash mpn to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash mpn. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. And back with today's news. As Russia's invasions and attack on Ukraine continue to unfold, another major cruise brand has canceled all port calls of St. Petersburg for the rest of the year. Royal Caribbean finally announced they will not be sailing to Russia in 2022. They tried to hold off as long as they possibly could, hoping the situation would improve. But they finally now canceled all the calls for 2022. Norwegian Cruise Line has announced it will increase gratuities starting in April. Then I saw that Hot Air Tom was over on a special call with a Norwegian. I'm not sure if this was, uh, he said that one of the reports was that that was wrong or parts of it were wrong. Here's the information I had this morning. Um, It's the first rate hike that they've had or gratuity hike they've had uh, since March of 2020. A guest booked in balcony staterooms or below, the daily service charge will increase to $16 per person. Currently, the charge is $15.50, so it's going up $0.50. For guests in the club balcony suite, the amount will remain the same at $18 per day. Guests booked in the Haven and Suite will have the daily gratuities increased to $20. Currently, the rate for that category is $18.50, so that's going to go up a buck and a half. Norwegian offers guests to take the advantage of the current lower rate. Uh, guests who make a reservation on or before March 31st can prepay their gratuities at the current rate. I highly recommend folks, don't do that. I mean, pay the extra amount. The, the guys that it affects are, are, the, are, the, are the crew, and they, they've been hurting as badly as anybody. So. Just my feeling. With yesterday's sailing of the Norwegian Sky, two more Norwegian ships, the Jewel and the Jade, will restart this month. The remainder of the fleet will be in operation in May. By the end of May, the whole fleet should be sailing. Meanwhile, Norwegian Cruise Line canceled the Epic Cruises from Barcelona in 2023. The cruise line is offering compensation options to the guests. Earlier uh, last month, the cruise line canceled multiple cruises on the board the Sky in 23. Changes quoted a ship redeployment. Sky now has cruises from the Dominican Republic and Miami scheduled for 24, but still a major hole in the schedule in 2023. 
Epic currently shows Rome in 2024 with a similar hole in 2023. I got no explanation for this, folks. Uh, maybe Hot Air Tom uh, knows more than I do, but I'm not sure what they're doing. And with you know detailed schedules in 2024 for both ships, where I was thinking, well, maybe they're selling them. That's not going to happen. I'm I'm just totally baffled by this whole move on those two, but we'll see. As of March 26th, domestic travelers to Hawaii will no longer have to comply with the state safe travel program, ending testing and vaccination requirements for those arriving in Hawaii from within the U.S. Additionally, the mandatory five-day quarantine for travelers who possess neither will be dropped. International arrivals to Hawaii will remain subject to U.S. law requiring all air travelers age two or older to show a negative COVID test taken within one day of departure to the U.S. Additionally, these travelers age 18 or older must be fully vaccinated to enter the country by air. Despite moving nearly all COVID-19 protocols, Governor David Iggy will keep the state's mask mandate in place for now, which he said was in line with individual counties who have continued mask mandates despite the removal of statewide mandates by governors around the country. Alexei Mordashov has resigned his position as supervisory board of the TUI group after being sanctioned by the European Union. By some estimates, the second richest man in the country, he has been hit by restrictions along with dozens of other wealthy Russians. Sanctions can include an uh, asset freezing on funds and assets held in the European Union, as well as travel bans on individual. Mordashov made his fortune off a majority stake in Russian steel company Severstal. The move was preemptive to keep Mordashov from liquidating TUI. Uh, shares as a result of the Russian invasion of Ukraine and all the shutdowns. Basketball fans aboard Princess Cruises Medallion class sailings now can show their team loyalty with official logo customations to their wearable medallion. Thanks to a new licensing agreement between Princess Cruises and the NBA and WNBA properties. Wow, I wonder what that cost. This is just one of the personalization options available for the medallions and brings guests even more ways to make their cruise vacation a fully customized experience. Western Australia, the hermit state of down under, has emerged blinking from the COVID-19 cave after nearly two years in isolation. But for some 700 days since the state closed its borders, not just to the world, but to the rest of its own country, Prime Minister Mark McGowan promised to throw open Western Australia's gates to vaccinated traveler from midnight tonight, despite the state hurtling through an Omicron, Omicron wave currently. Western Australia backtracked on the same pledge last month. Let's see if they actually get open tonight. 
The largest hotel brand in the world just got a little bigger with the opening of Marriott's 8,000th hotel. Located at Marriott, soon to open new global headquarters in Bethesda, Maryland, called the Marriott Bethesda Downtown at Marriott HQ. The hotel is 12 stories high and has 245 rooms. Finnair is set to resume flights to Japan, avoiding Russian airspace. The new flight time for the Finnish flag carrier will increase to approximately 13 hours when services resume on the 9th. Finnair will fly to Tokyo Narita four times a week from Helsinki and hopefully have smooth connections to the European network. Wizz Air has offered 100,000 seats to Ukrainian refugees fleeing the wrath of Putin and the Russian invasion. And now Hungary's budget carrier, which operates the second highest number of flights between Europe and Ukraine after after Ryanair, has made more flights on larger planes available from airports in Poland, Slovakia, Hungary, and Romania. Hats off to Wizz Air. Jet 2 has become the first UK airline to scrap the requirement to wear a mask on its planes. The budget carrier relaxed its rules on March the 1st, telling passengers they can now fly barefaced for the duration of its flights after the UK lifted all COVID protection measures last month. The airline warned, however, that travelers that are wearing masks is still mandatory in most airports are across the world and recommended that travelers continue to carry them in case they need it, they're needed upon arrival at their destination. And man, I have a feeling this is just going to cause more problems and more flights, fights and airports and problems with staff. And uh, Maybe it's a step in the right direction. If that, in fact, is the right direction. So, um, okay, finally, that ends the news. Been a long show today, folks, already. Got to go over and check and see who's with us um, in the chat room. So, there we go. Uh, Hot Air was here before his meeting with uh, Del Rio and Scott Gottlieb. Uh, Nikki's here. Hi, Nikki. Carol's here. Nikki says, what is the Latitudes group? Gretchen's here. Robin's with us. Good morning, everybody. I asked if we could hear the interview, and so Robin answered yes. Thank you, Robin. Nikki said no, loud and clear. Facebook, NCL Latitudes Group. Nikki, I thought you were in there. Um, Hot Air says sound is good. Thank you, Hot Air. Robin says, we just passed Cabo San Lucas, and there is a princess ship there, also a carnival ship. Uh, Yeah, I didn't have a chance to check up to see who was there, uh, Robin. It's been a busy morning here for me today, I'll tell you. I actually would the the interview with Mick was I take that earlier. 
uh, that so that was uh, actually played back. So we got an early start on in, on doing that. But uh, yeah, that was that was. A, I found I found his I found him fascinating. I really do. Emily's with us. Hi, Emily. Nikki said, great interview. Thank you very much. What a wonderful service he provides. I agree. I saw a post yesterday that the poster's travel agent actually recommended they go to guest services and remove the auto gratuities and pay cash to crew. Lots of responses telling him to get a new TA. Yeah, I would too. I mean, I, you know, I'm not going to mess with the gratuities for they, they work too hard. They work too hard to make us all happy. So, yeah, I don't, I'm not going to touch that part of it. And I still, you know, I go around the last 24 hours and give extra cash to people that have given me really good service. Generally, the, my dining room guys in the main dining room, because uh, I'm there quite a bit. Uh, maybe, uh, maybe it's a, a waiter or something in, in the, the uh, in the buffet where, where I, you know, I'll go to breakfast multiple days or one of the bartenders and of course my room steward i give them a little cash extra now keep in mind folks when these guys get paid they might not get a paycheck forever you know so cash is them just to to live to get when they get off the ship if they have to buy toothpaste and stuff they gotta have some money in their pocket so i always do that too so i mean that's just my way of thinking but yeah i just totally disagreed with that that uh, travel agent that said to pull back on the gratuities that's cheap Adair says i have no information on sky and epic cancellation the epic transatlantic is still showing for april 23rd so i'm guessing it will be used in europe somewhere me too Still thinking Sky is looking to do Cuba cruises in 23. It would be great if they could get it started, but I have seen nothing uh, heading in that direction. And, you know, I've got feelers out. I, I, boy, I'd love to see that too. Man, I'd love to get, get that going again. Um. Chili's Cruises, I gave the butler on the gym some, oh, some Bombas socks. He loved them and was so excited. I brought him some more in the December cruise. Too bad he was I moved to another cabin. Yeah, I still gave him. Uh, awesome, Tom. Um, and an Amazon $25 gift cards. Nice. All right, guys, that's going to wrap me up for today. Um, I have pretty much decided now, folks, we are going to, I am going to suspend the Saturday program, but I'm not going to make any other changes for now. When I start traveling here in another 10 days, when I get on the cruise itself, um, we might make some adjustments on port days uh but for now the shows will continue at 11 o'clock i've looked at several options as far as changing times 
there has been no kind of decision on that yet. So for now, I'm going to stay pat on the 11 o'clock time. We may do some playing over these next cruises with the um, how I'm going to do live and taped for uh, especially for port days. So that's going to wrap me up for today, guys. Thanks for being with me. Once again, just an absolutely wonderful interview with Captain Mick, one that I enjoyed. I hope you guys did as well. Uh, and as always, folks, we appreciate the thumbs up. Um, and we'll be back same time, same channel tomorrow with travel and cruise industry news. For now, you guys have a fabulous day. Stay safe, stay healthy. Think about cruising. And uh, by all means, maybe one of these days we could all get together on the high seas. Have a fabulous day. This is the old fat travel guy. See you tomorrow. I regularly post videos on all facets of the travel and cruise industry. So if you like to keep up with the latest in cruise ships, ports of call, cruises themselves, chilly chats, and travel and cruise industry news, just hit the little subscribe button in the lower right-hand corner. Hit the bell notification so you'll be notified when a new video is up or we go live. This video was produced by Chili's Cruises. My dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash mpn to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash mpn. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be to be.